Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Kenny Wallace Show, brought to you by JEGS, the leader in high-performance aftermarket car parts. Go to JEGS.com for anything and everything for your car, truck, Bronco, Jeep. They have it all. Well, now, Martinsville, I... I said, uh, this is like a German tank race. You know how German tanks can run through anything? I said, what is going on? They're just beating the hell out of each other. Well, if you go back to Bristol, yes, go back to Bristol. I'm talking to, uh, you know, Austin Dillon. And I said, Austin, why are y'all just running into each other? And he answered me serious. <laughs> That was after that circuit of the America race, right? I said, my gosh, you're all just running into each other. He said, Kenny, this new next-gen car, the front end is so strong that maybe it's a little too strong. There's no consequences to pay. Austin Dillon told us in that interview, he said, you know, with the old car, you were afraid to knock the radiator out. But this new car... Man, oh man, it's just like a, a grate up there. Like, you know, I've looked at them before and it's just all this structure up there. And uh, we know when I say a grate, it's like it's like a mesh of work up there. It's just contoured to the bumper and you just, just knock the hell out of each other. <laughs> so let's break Martinsville down. Uh, I want to thank you fans, you know, because sometimes the old Herminator's busy racing. And I get racing my own dirt car and, of course, sponsored by Southern Country Customs. And I went to Highland Speedway this week. And that's where the that's where we had to vacate the racetrack because of that that tornado coming. But I get busy. I forgot. Thanks for reminding me that uh, Martinsville is now 400 laps. Woo. That's a good thing because the Herminator. You know, I, I remind everybody every once in a while, I've won two Xfinity races there, and we've got a, a pole in the Cup Series, and I've ran a lot of 500-mile races there. And, boy, my my ass comes out just tore up after that race. You know, they call it that, was that glute muscle? You know, you hit that you hit that break 1,000 times. Uh, so it's better to hit it 800 times now. So, uh Man, 400 laps up Martinsville. That's still a long time. Uh, all right, let, let's break this race down. Let me give you my opinion on some of the things that happened. First of all, there was not many cautions, okay? I'll give you that. And I think the reason there was not many cautions is because you could hardly wreck anybody. This strong front bumper, you're just bam, and it just moves the car up. It really doesn't spin the person out. Very hard to spin people out at Martinsville now. So for all of you that want 10, 12 cautions, not going to happen. You're not going to knock the radiator out. You're not able to spin them out. So the Herminator's here to remind you that's why there was not many cautions at Martinsville because the front ends are so strong. All right, Kyle Larson wins this race. Uh, Kyle Larson is your winner. Hell, I don't really know the exact stats, but I don't think he led 40 laps. Maybe he led 25 or 30. Uh, this race was all about pit strategy. You never knew who was going to win. Uh, 
you look at the first stage, it was Ryan Priest. So Ryan Priest set quick time. Ryan Priest, the great Northeast mod racer. Ryan Priest has been in the news lately. He got upset after Circuit of the America. He called everybody in NASCAR a bunch of hacks. Remember, we did the show that, you know, he won the trophy because he got the best of Kyle Larson. Remember that at the dirt race? <laughs> Turnabout, fair play right here. The Herminator calls it out. So wouldn't you know the two players from Bristol show up at Martinsville the next, next week? So Ryan Priest sets quick time, leads every single lap in the first stage. But the guy that he wrecks ends up getting the last lap. Kyle Larson wins the race. Um, and I got to tell you this. At the end of that race, it's like somebody made Kyle Larson mad because it wasn't even close. <laughs> he took off and he was gone. He, he had like a four-second lead. I think it was 3.75 second lead at the end. But the race was very entertaining for me because, you know, I, I think the story headline of Martinsville is beat and bang. But, you know, it's kind of like Weevil's Wobble, <laughs> the, the children's toy from years ago. I'm dating myself. I'm old. There, I said it so you don't have to. <laughs> Weevil's Wobble, but they don't fall down. That's exactly the way this race was. So, uh, you know, you never knew who was going to win. Ryan Priest led the first stage. Uh, listen to this one. This is big. Kevin Harvick, for the first time since 2020, wins a stage. I'm going to say it again because it doesn't sound right. Kevin Harvick has won just about everything and anything there is. I mean, Kevin Harvick has done it all. I think if I was to ever interview Kevin Harvick and said, Kevin, what have you not done? He'd have to think about it. Kevin Harvick's won the Daytona 500. He's won the Brickyard. He, the All-Star Race, he's done it all. Kevin Harvick, I'm going to repeat myself. Kevin Harvick won his very first stage since 2020. That's, that's crazy. So Priest wins the first stage. He leads every lap. That second stage, Ross Chastain led a lot, but then Harvick, gets by him and goes on and wins the second stage. That third stage was kind of scrambled eggs, as the Herman says. It's like, who's going to win this race? I, I tell you, uh, kind of my first star was uh, was Chase Briscoe. He, I think Chase was the guy that was up front the whole race, and also Eric Amarola. But you know who else really showed up and I thought was really awesome was this this Todd Gilliland is really, really starting to, you know, kind of like a Michael McDowell team, right? Where the, these, you know, back in the day that we call them backmarkers, but now with this new car, these backmarker teams, they're showing up, you know, because these cars are so equal. And NASCAR's handing out such big penalties. You know, how dare you mess with this car and try to get an advantage? So I think qualifying you know, the pit stops are still where they're gaining. Uh, you know, let's go back to Ryan Priest. You're asking what happened to Ryan Priest. Well, Ryan Priest got caught for pit road speeding. And he's like, how the hell did I pit road speed? Because 
I was in what they call pit section number 12, the last section. Now, nine times out of 10, when your pit stops over, you just take off like a bat out of hell and you're good. But now they got a timing section there, right? You're the last pit stall to lead the racetrack. And they said he was he was uh, speeding in section 12. So he had to go all the way to the back of the pack. And, you know, he just could never recover. But he did finish 15th, and that, that's not bad. That's not bad. You know, when 40 cars can start the race, and, uh, you know, I think I don't know how many started, 36, 37, but he recovered for, for 15th. So uh, I think the whole race was really determined – um, you know, by pit road, who got the best pit stops, who did not get a pit road penalty. You know, when we used to do the NASCAR uh, race day show, I, I would say this race is going to be determined by the team that does not make mistakes. So there were some mistakes made and put that team to the back of the pack. Um, let's go through the top 10. Let me give you the top 10 right now. All right, Kyle Larson was your winner. Uh, he showed up at the end. Uh, he was competitive. He was a top 10 car. But when it came showtime, listen, his nickname is Young Money. It, 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 it's kind of like, uh, you know, Steve Kinzer, the great world of outlaw racer. I'd watch Steve Kinzer, and every time I watch him, he never win. But when it was $100,000 to win, Steve Kinzer, the king, would show up. So Kyle Larson, young money, when it was time to show up and show out, he was gone. Uh, his team put him up there. He made the pass for the lead, I believe, over Eric Amarola, and he was gone. Kyle Larson wins the race. Uh, how about Joey Logano? Logano qualifies decent, but has to start last because his team found a water leak and so they, they said, okay, we got to work on our car. And so he had to start last in the race. And it was hard for him to recover. But listen, here's a guy that was not even in the race. Uh, he went down a lap early and got the lucky dog. Joey Logano finished his second. Uh, Martin Truex was just pretty good all day. He finished his third. How about Denny Hamlin? Denny Hamlin finishes fourth. Actions detrimental. I still say that Denny Hamlin is that driver. Bad mouth him all you, all you want, but I'm telling you, he's kind of like my brother Rusty. The more crap you talk about him, the stronger he runs. So if you want to really get Denny Hamlin down, don't talk to him because he thrives on, on that. Kind of like the Hermitator, rough me up, cuss me out, and I come out and I run better. Uh, Denny Hamlin finishes fourth. After all the controversy, all the drama. I mean, this is a race you could wreck out, and he finishes fourth. Now, I think Denny Hamlin had a shot to win this race. But let's break. Let, this is a good section right now as we talk about Denny Hamlin in fourth. There was a time in this race where everybody was pitting under green flag, which is rare at Martinsville. They were pitting. But there was about 12 cars that stayed out. And the caution fell for, uh, who was that? Uh, Anthony. Tyron Will literally fell off the 78 car of Anthony Alfredo. This was a big deal because most of the field had pitted. So that jumbled the field up. Now, there's some people making fun of NASCAR. How come they didn't see it? 
We ran around four laps, but th this tire and wheel fell off the car, fell off. So there'll probably be a penalty. And it rolled right up next to the wall coming off of turn four. And it was black. It kind of blended in. It was out of the way. And all of a sudden, I was like, what? <laughs> Once you saw the tire and wheel was gone off of, of Anthony Alfredo, you're like, well, where's it at? So listen, nobody else saw it either. Very rare time in NASCAR history where a complete tire and wheel fall off. And yeah, I know a lot of people made fun of it, but listen, nobody else saw it either. But hey, why not pick on NASCAR? Because we can. <laughs> so anyway, that was a big pivotal point in this race because that put everybody down a lap. That was leading the race. All right, so the guys that pitted under green, they just stayed out. They just stayed out. So the guys that did not pit, they pitted. So that means they all took the lucky dog and come around. But now the guys that were dominating, like a Denny Hamlin, they all start, they all lined up 12th, okay? So that's where this race got all jumbled up. And Kyle Larson only took two tires. So you get my point. You almost had to go to school and graduate to figure out this race, how it got to where it got to. All right, so let's let's finish up there. So that's how Denny Hamlin was running really good and had to come from 12th. So Denny was in, in position to win. Uh, finishing fifth, I'd say this was my first star, which was Chase Briscoe. Uh, he was fifth. And sixth was Eric Amarola. He was strong. By the way, Eric Amarola, I, I introduced all the NASCAR drivers from 10th back to 37th at Bristol. And now, starting 10th, it's Bristol, baby. And uh, I hopped it up. I was like the guy in the wrestling ring. And uh, Eric Romarolo came out. And he goes, Herman, you pronounced my name right. <laughs> That's because of all those years at, at NASCAR on Fox. You had to learn to say everybody's names. But uh, Eric Romarolo gave me credit at Bristol when I announced the starting lineup. Herman, you said my name right. <laughs> All right, so uh, seventh was Ryan Blaney. Ryan was involved in some of that beating banging. They were getting mad at each other, and that was a beating match. Uh, Ryan, Blaney, Ryan Blaney finished the seventh. Eighth, I'm going to tell you what, this kid's, man, you talk a big change. This is a, a crew chief change. It's working, working really well. Ricky Stenhouse finishes eighth. He's the surprise of the year. Daytona 500 winner, and I think he's going to end up pretty good. Now, obviously, he's in the playoffs already because he won Daytona, but I think his points are even getting in if for some reason we had too many winners. Ricky Stenhouse, once again, uh, that's two top tens in a row because if you remember, he finished fourth last week at Bristol. So Ricky Stenhouse, fourth, eighth, hey, he's showing up a lot better. Uh, in ninth, Bubba Wallace, good rebound for Bubba. You know, Bubba, Bubba ran 13th at Bristol. So uh, good back-to-back -back runs for Bubba. He's been controversial. You know, I hated it. Uh, I stared Bubba right in the face when I introduced him at Bristol. He just smiled at me. We fist bumped. He knows I called him out. But when I call people out, I call them out with love. Uh, so, yes, I'm able to go in the garage area and still talk to these drivers after sitting here on the Kenny Wallace show.
and talking. Uh, they know you got Denny Hamlin doing the same thing. You got Dale Jr. doing the same thing. Uh, used to be a day where if you quit racing and you had your own show, you know, people look down on you. But, but I still race. See, that's the difference. I never quit racing. I'm still racing more than anybody, just racing dirt all over America. So if I'm going to talk about these drivers, I got to have a little credit. So it is fun for me to go to Bristol and all these uh, great drivers give me a fist bump. Hey, Herman, man. So, and they even said, Herman, hold on, hold on. Oh, I hurt my arm. I'm patting myself on the back. <laughs> How about 10th? Uh, I think this would be my third star. I think I had him in there definitely my, you know, a little hockey here right now. You know, in hockey, one, two, and three stars. But Chase Elliott, uh, I know. I get it. I'm just going to de-bullshit this right now. I'm so tired. I, I'm not, but you are. You know, I get it, though. Uh, you know, they were make, they made special commercials. Chase is back. But you know what? Chase, Chase, uh, he's like a Dale Jr., man. He's like a Bill Elliott. He's like a Dale Sr. The fans love Chase Elliott. So they got him back. He was out six weeks. And listen, he qualified 28th. He didn't run but 25th, but got that car running better. In his interview, he said, look, I feel good. I am out of shape. He had said that on his interview, and he says, I'm just sore. My leg's sore. doesn't hurt. But uh, it was a good workout for him. Uh, Coach Joe Gibbs, two-time Super Bowl champ, he once said to me, you race car drivers, your workout is racing. Once you quit racing, you know, you get out of tune, you get out of shape. And even Chase said after the race, felt like I haven't raced a cup race in a long time. Because if you want to work out, run a cup race. I'm telling you, it, it, it's a lot. Now, dirt racing does take it out of you. Me and Kenny Schrader both agreed that one lap on a dirt track is equal to 10 laps on asphalt. Because on dirt, you're digging the whole time, you know. Really sawing on that wheel. So, Chase Elliott, he was a hell of a story. Come back. Listen, top 10's a big deal, and here's why. It's playoff points. So, he gets playoff points in his in his first deal back, and I think that's awesome. So, uh, I like breaking that top 10 down, and I'll tell you why. Because each one is a story, right? Each one's a story, and uh, I really like that. So, all right, we're going to start wrapping it up here. Uh, I told you who I thought were stars in my race. Uh, you know, I, I liked I liked what I saw. I know a lot of you. Here we go again with the fork and tongue. I don't. I'm not really calling you out. I'm just saying it was boring. It didn't have enough cautions. Uh, before the race starts, can you tell me how many cautions you want so I can make sure we have them? <laughs> Come on, everybody. Uh, they beat the hell out of each other. They just didn't knock the radiators out. You know, we had a, we had a handful of cautions. We had we had the tire fall off. We had J.J. Yaley. Uh, you know, he wrecked uh, down there in turns three and four. Uh, he hit, you know, J.J. kind of set up this run for the end. J.J. wrecked with 57 to go. Uh, Kevin Harvick showed up. You know, listen, Harvick's been unlucky this year. He's been really fast. You know, uh, I talked to Harvick. I said, you know, on that NASCAR race day show, I said, you've won two races. 
Kevin Arvitz won two races. He just didn't get the checker flag. He won Phoenix and came out in fifth on the last pit stop. Same thing with Atlanta. He had a big old lead at Atlanta. Same thing. Caution didn't win that race. But uh, I do. I just do want to give an attaboy. This is Harvick's last year. And, and, you know, when you run your last year, you want to show up like Brother Rusty did. Rust, Rusty showed up, made it in that chase for the championship. Listen, they're not going to remember you how you ran your last year. They're going to remember you in your totality, your totality of your career. Harvick does not need to run good in his last year, but it's nice, right? It's just kind of nice. So uh, I think that's it. I put a lot of effort in this for you. Three notes, three stages. Once again, the Herminator, Herminator takes that cell phone. I take that cell phone and I go right to that note section. I know I'm repeating myself. See that note section right there? You hit on that note section and you can see all my notes. Driver interviews. We load. Hey, breaking news in the garage area. Herminator show, the Kenny Walter show and Charlie Marlowe. We got some interviews coming. Yes, we do. And, we, and we're going to have great drivers. So I'm excited about that. Uh, so I think that's the way we'll end the breakdown of Martinsville. Told you everything. Sometimes I repeat myself because I, sometimes I don't hear myself. But uh, I'm excited. In the future, very soon, the Kenny Wallace Show is going to interview the greatest race car drivers. We're going to start out with the best. Owners of racetracks champions and uh i'm excited i'm humbled that these drivers love my producer charlie marlowe charlie does it right of course we ask the great questions we don't throw softballs right you're going to see an interview you're going to come to herminator show <laughs> all right we having fun we having fun all right everybody listen i think that's it we got a lot of great content coming um we still got Bristol content. We got a lot of stuff coming from Gateway, which we call Worldwide Technology. We're going to start ramping up that June 4th NASCAR Cup race. They got a lot of great upgrades over there at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Nice, nice stuff. I almost, I almost said it, and I'm, I'm not allowed to say it, but you're going to love coming to Worldwide Technology Raceway in St. Louis on June 4th because, woo, they listen to you fans. All right, then. Well, remember, we're starting to show up on podcasts. Charlie says our meter's starting to rise. So remember, you're on your way to work or the wife doesn't want you watching to put your your earbuds in. We're on Spotify, iTunes, the Kenny Wallace podcast. It's this same show, but you can listen to it. All right, everybody. Until then, the Kenny Wallace show just keeps on rolling. Until next time.